Autobots Transform. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is season one, episode 23 of Transformers Prime. It is One Shall Fall. This episode was directed by Vinton Hook. It was written by Dwayne Nyson Capizzi and Joseph Kerr. Last time on Transformers Prime, Ratchet got himself a funny little synthetic energon problem. You know, personally likes it, but if everybody's telling him, must be something wrong here. You know, he's coming around, kicking a dog upside down in the apartment, throwing shit around, busting things, you know? Some guy in the street today telling me he parked a little too close to his car, he busted his jaw for him. His temper's always flaring like a pack of hemorrhoids. He's nutty. He's a crazy kind of guy. <laughs> Waxed down a six-pack at night just to calm his nerves, yeah. And on this one, we start with a narration from the Covenant of Primus. And apparently when 47 spheres align, Paul, Paul, things is are... It, is it hot in here? It's that light button. It's throwing off a lot of heat. Jesus. What's that gunk all over it? Yeah, that's spooky paste. Spooky paste? Yeah, spooky paste for when you don't have the money for something good. Anyway, 47 spheres aligned, shit's gonna get real on a world forged from chaos, apparently, is this the prophecy. Yeah, which, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the Covenant of Primus also in Beast Wars or Beast Machines or something else? I think it was, yeah, one of them. Uh, but the other Autobots, or I guess RC and Bulkhead are like, uh, aren't those fairy tales? But Ratchet and Optimus are kind of concerned because a lot of stuff is coming to fruition. Yeah, and Ratchet's like, I always thought that referred to Cybertron, but not Earth. And Bulkhead's like, you know, like we've known about this forever, so why are we worrying about it now? But yeah, that Ratchet says, look, because things are happening, man. <laughs> In a few days, this is going to happen. Well, all the planets that are supposed to line up are lining up, and mm. they point directly at Earth, apparently, which brings about the rising darkness and the weak shall die. And then we go to the bridge of the Nemesis, and Megatron is griping to knock out that he doesn't have our dark energon, he needs dark energon. And he has a bit of a flat, not a flashback, but a vision. Or maybe he doesn't have this vision yet. Or maybe he does. I can't remember. But the important thing is that he insists he is the rising darkness. Mm -hmm. And here's our opening. And now we're checking some social or some other website. And Jack finds a picture of Bumblebee. Like, it's a list of all these, like, alien conspiracy theories and stuff. And they're like, yeah, that's stupid. That's just kid in a mask. And then they see a picture of Bumblebee. And it's like car driving itself is the caption. Yeah. In an era of self-driving cars, a car driving itself ends up on a conspiracy website and they what they do this this actually pissed me off <laughs> yes. they they just uh you know ha or hack it because raf can hack anything and get rid of the picture of bumblebee and put up a like a gif of a cartoon cat uh and it's gif not gif <laughs> and it's an anthropomorphic cat wearing a jumpsuit yeah and they show it to ratchet and he's like ha yes. that's his laugh ha! he goes like hey he laughed and like even ratchet seems surprised yeah. and like, Oh. And, and sorry, what pisses me off about this website is how quickly the error would be fixed. They didn't delete the picture. It's just, anyway, it's no. silly. But it does lead to a great line where they say, hey, Optimus, want to check out something funny? And he just says, no. Yes. And the Autobots are like, Jack, don't take it personally. That's just what he's like because he's, he's a prime. They don't apparently have emotions. And the kids learn that he wasn't always a prime. Or we're probably, I'm, I'm wondering if they bring in a Ryan Pax. I'd be interested if that happens in season two, mm. or at least flashbacks of him. But Ratchet says, hey, I've known Optimus like his whole life almost, or longer than anybody else. Yeah. And before he was a prime, they kind of say, oh, what was he like? He's like, actually, he was a lot like Jack. Yeah. 
Foreshadowing. And uh, anyway, Agent Fowler comes on the main screen and he shows them a security camera picture of Soundwave. And uh, yeah, there was there's been a lot of thefts of technology and they thought it was mech, but now it turns out it's Decepticons. Yeah, Miko's like, hey, Raph can change that picture into a picture of a cat for you if you want. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. But what, what they realize or what Ratchet realizes is that the Decepticons are stealing um, basically parts for a new space bridge. Yeah, because Agent Fowler lists off all the things that have been stolen from this top secret facility. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what they're apparently going to do with it. And back on the bridge of the Nemesis, Knockout is telling Megatron, hey, we got everything. They cram through details in the first of this episode because Knockout says, hey, we got everything except the power source. And then it cuts to the Autobots and they're like, hey, somebody's stealing a power source. And then they're there. <laughs> yes, because Arachnid's like, I could easily tunnel in there and get that. And Megatron's like, no, I'm, I'm getting impatient. No more stealth. Let's just go get the fucking thing. There was, I like that they did have one line acknowledging that where Knockout says to Arachnid something to the effect of like, does he seem off to you lately? And she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at least the Decepticons are realizing this guy's losing his shit. So back with the Autobots, Asian Fowler's in his helicopter, I guess. And he says the Decepticons hit a military lab and tells Optimus the army will fend them off until you guys get there. And Prime's like, mm, no, get get the humans out of there. Get them out of there now. We'll be right there. Yeah. So uh, we cut to the army base and you see like four or five humans taking cover behind a, hel- a downed helicopter. The place is a fucking war zone. And they all they all run for it, shouting retreat, retreat. And then the Autobots start, are like there. Boom, they arrive. Um, they ground bridge in and just start shooting the shit out of Viacons. Yeah, they're vastly outnumbered and some jets strafe them and Optimus returns fire. And meanwhile, the Decepticons radio back to Megatron that they have the package. Put that in quotes. That's what they call it. And the, and, but uh, the Autobots are here now. So, so what do we do? And Megatron's like, well, I'm going to fuck them up. And he, he <laughs> yes. orders knockout or maybe Soundwave. He's like, have the nemesis rendezvous at the pickup site. And then he flies off. Like, leaves the nemesis in vehicle yep. jet form and flies off. The general's off to lead the troops. And uh, meanwhile, Bumblebee's out driving and Ratchet radios him to, look, go help the others. There are three clicks north and uh, you can drop Raph off first and I'll bridge him home to safety. Well, that's a downer because apparently Raph and uh, Bumblebee were going to go out racing. Yeah, he's got his little toy car. He had exactly. The first episode, it's all fixed up. So th- he's going to drop Raph off, but then Megatron flies over and he's like, ah, the Decepticon scout. <laughs> Megatron attacks and he shoots him with something that shuts him down like an emp or something i guess but then it shows a bumblebee's rearview mirror what bumblebee would see through that and you just see raf's limp arm flop down under the back seat. it's like mm. oh shit and you know they've done this before where this rearview mirror and the side mirrors are what bumblebee sees but wouldn't that mean when he transforms his eyes should be mirrors <laughs> Anyway, Never thought of that uh, when we come back, the Autobots kick Viacon ass and uh, then Megatron arrives and Optimus, he's like, you are, he's like, you are forcing a prophecy and, you know, please don't fuck with this. And Megatron says, it's fuck prophecies. I'm going to make my own fate. Yeah. Why leave it to fate when I can just make my own happen? Oh, and speaking of fate and then Bumblebee, uh, Megatron sees Bumblebee walking up behind the Autobots carrying Raph and. He's still alive, but uh, barely. Yeah, RC notices he's barely breathing. And like, why did you bring Raph to a fight? Anyway, he did. He brought him. <laughs> and, um, he's there. Yeah. And Megatron makes a line. He's like, oh, I didn't just kill a scout. I killed a bug. <laughs> yes. And that now it's Bumblebee's turn to lose it. It was RC last episode. And they hold him back. And Optimus says, RC, you get Bumblebee and Raph back to base. Make sure they're okay. And he and Bulkhead aim their guns and stand there. And then Megatron looks away because the nemesis arrives. He looks up over his head. There's the nemesis. And when he turns back, Optimus and Bulkhead are gone and the bridge closes. 
And uh, the Stargate elevator thing comes out of the Nemesis, picks up Megatron and the energy thing, and up they go. And back at Optimus HQ, Bumblebee and RC arrive with uh, Raph. And Ratchet has a line where he's like, they're coming back fast. It must be an injured Autobot, but it's Raph. And uh, they put him right away. He's like, get him to my lab. Well, better than nothing, right? Really? And back at the army base, the Decepticon ship is taken off, and somehow Bulkhead and Optimus get onto one of the thing's wings, like, did it fully land? I didn't. Anyway. Yeah, they can't they're fly. There. They got up there <laughs> without Megatron noticing. But yeah, they're there conveniently. And when we go back, this it jumps around a lot. But when we go back to Optimus HQ, Ratchet is trying to help Raph, but he realizes he A, doesn't understand human biology yeah. fully and B, doesn't have the right tools. Yep. So Jack's like, all right, I'm, I'm calling my mother. I was so and, happy to hear that. She's a nurse. And Ratchet's like, that's a good first step, but she probably doesn't know what Energon does to the human body. And Jack's like, do you? <laughs> no, he doesn't even say that. He's like, do you understand the human body? And Raph's like, oh, uh, no. Yeah. Dick laid on the table. Well done, Jack. <laughs> then we go back to the nemesis and Megatron is getting really impatient. And this is when he has his vision of like eyes in darkness, purple eyes, I think, in darkness. Yeah, which it kind of reminded me a bit like Scourge from G1. It, yeah. ha it has that kind of Decepticon face where it's like the, the kind of helmet and like the almost like the transformer facial hair kind of thing i mean he's talking about the voice of unicron the bloody unicron and all this stuff so i i think we're led to believe it's unicron yeah, but now also, that i picture unicron's head from g1 yeah yeah I can he's kind of yeah. got that scourge thing going on scourge scourge a scourge but uh he also envisions a volcano which i like later he calls it a flaming mountain like he never learned the english word for volcano but yeah. he has gotten very impatient and uh he says Let's go. Uh, he, he, he marches off again, knockout out and or worried. But then we go back to Optimus HQ and June arrives. And yeah. And June tells Ratchet, all right, look, this kid is in bad shape. And Bumblebee just puts his fist through the wall. Yeah. Like, OK. And this is when RC has a moment and she's like, hey, I get how you're feeling. But getting angry is not going to bring back people or help people trust me on this one yep she's been there recently mm. and back on the decepticon ship bulkhead and optimus uh get to the power source the decepticon stole from the army base and they start with the shooting i mean it's it's optimus and bulkhead a bunch of, against a bunch of vehicon drones they kick supreme ass yeah but uh once they take a few of them out optimus calls in and checks on up on raf yeah and ratchet's like ah, it's too soon to tell and optimus reminds him that uh don't worry raf's in good hands and ratchet says he's not in my hands <laughs> and he kind of blames himself for, mm -hmm. like, how long have we been on this planet and I have learned nothing about these humans? Yes. And, and we've let them get so close to us. Like, how could I let this happen? He's blaming himself. Then, uh, so back, but back at the Nemesis, Bulkhead is the power source. He's picked it up and Optimus says, Bulkhead, you take this back. I'm staying here. And Bulkhead's like, oh, what? And Optimus tells him, I've tried diplomacy. I've tried everything I could, but I'm realizing now that as long as Autobots and Decepticons both exist, we will be at war. It is time to cut off the head of the snake. Yep. Megatron must be destroyed. And I got to admit, I've been waiting a fucking season for him to say some shit like that. Yep. Finally. Balls out. Yeah. Meanwhile, in space, we just about have a solar eclipse on our hands here. Oh, so, oh, sorry. Commercial break. So three of the 47 spheres are the sun, the moon, and the earth. Oh, well, okay. They're spheres. And on the Decepticon ship, Optimus tells Decepticon drones that he's there for Megatron, so stand down and you get to live. Idiots. And they don't. 
And they don't. And uh, this is when, <laughs> so Megatron's off flying now, and he arrives at the volcano. This is when he calls it the Flaming Mountain. But he plans to build his space bridge here. But then Optimus radios him using, like, the, I guess, wrist communicator from one of the yeah, dead like Decepticons. That. I like that. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, Megatron radios back to his ship for the Decepticons to leave Optimus alone and make sure he gets here and tell Samwave, open a bridge for Optimus. Yeah. And back at Optimus HQ, June wants to take Raph to emergency. And uh, Ratchet is, he's like, look, humans don't understand what Energon is. Whoa, wait a minute. And he realizes that Raph wasn't infected by Energon. He was infected by Dark Energon. Yes, because he's not getting any Energon readings from him. So it's the, the Dark Energons. So they know that. But back at the volcano, Optimus Bridge is in, and oh, here we fucking what go. Fight. <laughs> what a fight. They did this so well. Mm. It was just, I mean, should we even describe it, or should we just, dear listener, go fucking watch this episode if you haven't in a while? But it is, it's a slugfest. The blades are out, the guns are out. There's the great opening is where they charge each other and punch each other in the face, both. Yeah, it's like from the opening bit. It's awesome. It really and, is. And we go right back to Raph, and Ratchet wants to use regular Energon to fight off the dark Energon, which he calls dark matter. Yeah, so yeah. Not, not, not the same thing. Anyway. And we go back to this Optimus Prime and Megatron fight, and it, we, I mean, we jump back to it a couple times. This is... Their fighting is almost, if you've ever seen the movie Equilibrium, where they have gun kata, this is almost what they're doing. They're continuously firing off their cannons, but knocking it out of each other's face, or their own face, just before it goes off. There's The blades are out. It is fast and aggressive, and it ends with them both pointing their weapons at each other's barrels and firing. Yep, and just cuts to this overhead shot showing just how far they get blown apart from each other. It's like so good. The firepower and of these then, two. I think we forgot to mention that there's the one shall rise and one shall fall. Yeah, they open with that. It's it's getting a little old at this point. Yeah, they kind of do a different spin on it, though. Like Optimus is one shall stand and Megatron's like, and one shall fall. Like he he finishes it. It's almost like uh, Peter Cullen and Frank Welker. Like, you know what, Frank? I've been saying this line for 30 years. You want to do half of it? And Yeah, don't mind if I do. Yeah. We're all union. And then, uh, but when we're at this fight and they get up, Megatron taunts. Optimus saying, ha ha, apparently, according to the prophecy, the weak shall perish. And uh, then we get back to Ratchet. And he extracts Energon from Bumblebee yep. and gets Raph into some giant chamber and injects him with the Energon. And this was a great shot where the whole chamber glows, but the shot is behind everybody, behind June and Jack and Miko and Marcy and the whole gang. And you just see their silhouettes yeah. as this room illuminates like the sun. And well, whatever they did to him, it worked because, well, he's still alive. There's that much. Well, his pulse stabilizes. Yeah, yeah. June runs in and is like, his pulse is stabilizing. And then just Miko just reaches down and hugs him. I really like June in this episode. I like that she... She immediately went into nurse mode and yeah. wasn't going to take shit from Ratchet, like just save this boy's life. I really, fuck, I like that character. And can I say, what a great fucking episode this is. Like the whole episode was just had me on the edge of my seat. Oh, yeah. But we go back to the fight and Megatron and Optimus, uh, Megatron knocks Optimus away and then Optimus charges him, transforms and like in truck mode, slams into Megatron and sends him off a cliff. But then he goes over the cliff himself transforms again and like 
stomps Megatron from like 500 feet in the air. Like, curse, smash. But then, and I love this move. I've never seen this done in Transformers before, and it's such a great idea. He, like, gets his shin on Megatron's face and grind, like, spins out his yeah. wheels and just burns like out belt on Megatron's kind of face. stuff on the side of it. Oh, oh, I know. Well, Bruticus, what a Vortex great did that move. in one of the Bruticus episodes in G1. He spun his propellers, but, but this, it was just awesome. But, and then... He just beats Megatron unmerciful. Because Megatron's got tire treads over his eyes, he can't see. And yeah, he just slugs the shit out of him. Then we go back to the Autobots and they decide, okay, now we have to track Optimus and and save him. And then we come to a part where Optimus says, uh, Megatron's on his back. And Optimus says, Megatron, I'm going to do it. It's time has come. He raises up his blade. He brings it down. There's lightning in the background. Yeah, yeah, the volcano explodes. The purple dark energon starts coming out of the volcano. And Megatron catches Optimus's blade between two hands. Yeah, and Megatron just breaks Optimus's sword and gets up and starts laying into him. Doesn't just lay into him. He breaks off his blade and then stabs him in the fucking clavicle with it. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Yo, oh, yeah. Because he kicks the shit out of Optimus. Optimus falls down, and then you can see his blade still sticking out of his shoulder. It's brutal. And op- now Megatron stands over him, and the volcano starts to erupt. And this is when Optimus realizes that's dark energon coming out of that volcano. Mm-hmm. And here's, it's a solar eclipse, so all these things are now in alignment, and this prophecy is coming true. Can I predict something, Paul? Okay. Earth is Unicron. That's my prediction. I think I'm, I think I'm running 50-50 on that. Either Unicron shows up or Earth is Unicron. Or they really fuck us over and like the blood of Unicron was just some cheap setup. Creepy glue. <laughs> so the Transformers have known about these prophecies for bajillions of years and only now are they taking them seriously because lo and behold, 47 moons, stars, or planets are going to align in a few days and Earth is on the shitty end of the stick. Like, Alright, these sort of events don't exactly sneak up on you. Like, you know how many times Neptune has orbited the sun since it was discovered in 1846? One. One time. It takes 165 years for the fucking thing to orbit the sun. That's a lot of warning that old Neptunes are coming to join your alignment of 46 other planets. When they sent Voyager 2 on the grand tour of the other planets in the 80s, they pointed the thing to where the planets would be by the time it got to them. And how did they know where that would be? Math. It's all math. Everything in the universe is bound to everything else by gravity and moves through space according to the laws of physics. If you want to figure out what time Mars is going to rise over Los Angeles on Tuesday, October 15th, 2052, you can do that. Because it's just math. It'll come out at about 10 after 7 local daylight savings time. It'll be in the constellation Aries, and it's going to be fucking bright because it'll only be 66 million kilometers away. Math. Now, if a schmuck like me can figure that out with a book from 1979 and a VV program, surely beings capable of interstellar travel and teleportation can figure it out. They should have seen this 47 object alignment coming a very long time. Here we are at the end of another episode of Tiffinpus Prime. The next episode we're going to watch is One Shall Rise, Part 1. If you want to mm. see a couple boners, you can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. <laughs> Make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. Whatever you use, you listen to us with and uh, tell your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that you can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. All right, I'm I'm calling my mother.